SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia. Picture this. You sell an asset, maybe its property, perhaps its shares, and guess what? It could impact your tax liability. How? Well, that's what we're here to uncover. Uh, when we launched our returns for that year, the ADO came back and said, you have a capital gain. It's Madame Smail here. Welcome to another insightful episode of Australia Explained. Today, we're diving deep into a topic that affects your financial future, capital gains tax, often abbreviated as CGT. When you don't pay uh, your taxes, you know, each of us suffer. So, how does it fit into your income tax return? And why reporting those capital gains or losses is necessary to avoid penalties? Don't miss this episode. It's a financial game changer. Capital gains tax, or CGT, is the tax applied to the profits from selling assets. If you sell an asset at a profit, the capital gain will increase your tax liability. Even though CGT has a separate name, it is part of your income tax. Australian tax residents must declare capital gains and losses within their income tax return and fulfill the associated tax obligations. The Australian Taxation Office, ATO, controls all taxation and revenue collection aspects in Australia. Most people engage accountants for lodging their annual tax returns. Manuj Gupta is a Melbourne-based chartered accountant. He explains CGT and how it applies. Uh, capital gains tax is uh, a tax basically that is, is levied by the government, which is on the sale of any assets, uh, and it is on the profit that we make on the sale of those assets. And those assets can be uh, property, shares, uh, nowadays cryptocurrency, or any um, any other assets, and it would include foreign assets in foreign country as well. It is added to your taxable income for the financial year including your salary or business income and the profit made by selling an asset. The CGT liability is the amount of tax owed on the sale of an asset. It is calculated on a taxpayer's individual income tax rate. So if, if a taxpayer uh, sells any asset, let's take an example of a property, because that's a very common asset that's being sold uh, over the years. Uh, so if someone sells a property uh, and uh, regardless whether they make a profit or not, it has to be reported in their personal tax return, which all the taxpayers do prepare and lodge their tax returns every year. To ensure you're meeting your obligations and paying the right amount of tax, you need to calculate the capital gain or loss of each asset you have disposed of unless an exemption applies. Tim Lowe, Assistant Commissioner at the ATO, explains how the tax liability is calculated. Let's say, for example, Nuri buys some shares for $5,000. She owns the shares for six months and sells them for $5,500. And assuming she's got no other capital gains or losses, Nuri would have to declare a capital gain of $500 uh, in her tax return. And she'd pay tax on this gain at her individual income tax rate. Although capital gains tax, CGT, is typically applied to most real estate profits made from sales, 
There are certain cases where the tax is fully exempt. Mr. Gupta explains. In general, uh, the principal place of residence is exempt from capital gains tax. So if uh, uh, an individual is living, they bought the property, and from from the date of acquisition, they are uh, living in that property, and they sold the property while they were living in it. And regardless of the uh, capital gain amount, that amount is exempt from capital gains tax. In many cases, you can also get a discount on the CGT payable by you. When you dispose of an asset, you can reduce your capital gain tax liability by 50% if you have owned the asset for at least 12 months and are an Australian tax resident. In cases where people try to evade capital gains tax, the ATO can apply penalties. Mr. Law explains how the ATO employs data matching arrangements to monitor suspicious financial behavior and unreported capital gains tax. To ensure that people are doing the right thing, we'll receive income data and other data from a range of organizations such as banks, you know, state revenue offices, land title offices, you know, insurance companies, share registries. Uh, we even get information from uh, sharing economy platforms like Uber and Airbnb to make sure people uh, are, are complying with their obligations in relation to their tax affairs. Significant penalties can occur if a tax resident does not declare a capital gain in their tax return. So if you are unsure if you need to pay capital gains tax or have made a mistake with your lodgement, um, it's really important that you reach out to us at the ATO or speak to a registered tax agent. Um, it's really important to know that, you know, we're not out to get you at the ATO. Uh, we really want to, uh, we're really here to support you. Uh, get it right the first time uh, when it comes to lodging your tax return. Penalties for evading capital gains tax just like any other tax, are calculated based on the tax shortfall and individual behavior. The percentage of liability charged is different for each type of behavior. In addition to penalties, the ATO may also charge interest on the tax shortfall. Mr. Law says that the penalty could range from 25 to 100 percent of the tax shortfall on a case-by-case basis. If you are engaging in tax evasion, the penalties can be significant. It really just depends on the type of behaviour that you're engaging in. Now, if you've made an honest mistake, um, the penalties aren't going to be significant. But if you're deliberately gaming the system and deliberately avoiding your obligations, there are significant penalties that range depending on the behaviour. It's important to note that deliberate and repeat offenders may also face criminal prosecution. Although Australia is primarily a cashless economy, Some tax residents may conduct their financial transactions in cash, enabling them to underreport their taxable income and potentially evade taxes. But this is extremely rare when selling CGT assets like property or shares. Mr. Gupta explains. In Australia, it's very unlikely that anything could happen in cash because all of the transactions, I would say not majority, but all of the transactions would happen through the bank and everything will happen as a bank transaction rather than a cash transaction. Tax residents can appeal if they believe they've been wrongly penalized. If the ATO is satisfied with the appeal, it can be reduced or waived in certain circumstances. Uh, typically, you need to um, object to your assessment uh, or your tax return as in, in colloquial terms. Uh, and, and go through that process uh, to uh, appeal against the penalty or the tax liability at hand. Mr. Law emphasizes that sticking to all tax obligations, 
including CGT, is crucial because it plays a vital role in supporting our society. You know, when you don't pay uh, your taxes, you know, each of us suffer. Um, it means our schools and hospitals don't get as much funding, uh, which means less teachers and less doctors and nurses for the Australian community. Contrary to the common perception that it is payable only when a profit is earned, sometimes it may be expected even when there is a loss. This is called capital loss. Brisbane-based IT consultant V. Subramania sold his investment property at a loss. Although he expected to have no CGT liability, the ATO held a different view. He explains the circumstances that led to this. So we had a had an investment property in Tassie. We bought it for four hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and then we lived in it for a couple of years before moving up to uh, Brisbane. You know, we rented it out for a few years. After which, we decided to sell it, and it had gone down uh, to three hundred and eighty thousand from four twenty. Uh, when we lost our returns for that year, the ADO came back and said, uh, "Oh, uh, you have a capital gain." Such a situation can shock many people. It arises when expenses are claimed for an investment property. Mr. Sabramania details how this unfolded for him. What had technically happened that on paper we were claiming deductions for the investment property, like depreciation and the other expenses and the maintenance of the property, the rates, which had pushed the uh, price on the books uh, for the ADO down to three hundred and fifty-five thousand dollars. So they were saying that there is now a capital gain. Of twenty-five thousand dollar, on which we had to pay a tax of like three, four thousand dollars. A tax return must be lodged for each income year between the first of July and the thirtieth of June. If you need to file a tax return, lodge it yourself or engage a tax agent by the thirty-first of October. For more information, you can visit the ATO website, which provides useful information on all tax-related subjects in thirty-six languages. Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written and produced by Ruchika Talwar, hosted by me, Madam Smail. Australia Explained managing editor is Rosa Garmian. Until next time. This was an SBS audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au/australiaexplained.